I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Something inside of me longs to know God more intimately. It's like a deep hunger that's never satisfied, gnawing at the depths of my soul. I've searched far and wide for ways to satisfy this hunger. I've turned over many stones looking for that one spiritual practice that will fill me with good things and renew my life. Perhaps one of the most enduring practices that I've discovered is the practice of gardening. 
few other spiritual practices have brought me as close to touching the mind of God as gardening has. Perhaps it's because the mind of God imagined a world rising from the dirt, a world which had not yet come into being. Adama, the ancient Hebrew word for dirt, would be the mother of all life. In God's hands, she would give birth to a garden with every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. She would count the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil among her children. Every animal of the field and every bird of the air would call her mother. All plants and creatures are at home in Adama. All life depends on her constant motherly care. From Adama would also come Adam, or Adam. Adama's name would give rise to his, and his name would encompass all humankind. In God's hands, Adam's very body contains the wide array of human beings who walk the earth. The full spectrum between male and female exists within Adam's frame. He receives the divergent self, called forth by God in a rib, as bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Woman, whose name neither comes from Adam nor Adama, is Asha. Her identity is her own. We share a common bond with all life through the dirt from which we were taken. We inherited a unique calling through Adam to care for Adama as our own mother in her old age. God placed Adam in the garden to till it and to keep it, to work it and to preserve it. As Professor Ann Fritchell of Wartburg Seminary once observed, stewardship was the first work God called humanity to undertake. Unfortunately, we forget this calling too often. Instead of loving Adama as our mother, we demand our inheritance from her all at once. We breathe her clean air and give her our toxic fumes. She washes them in her forests, and we chop them down for lumber. She continues to birth many kinds of creatures and plants, only to have them snuffed out by our insatiable appetite for bigger and more. We have become estranged from the plants and the animals, our kin. We have become estranged from our mother. We have become estranged from God. If there's one truth we see time and again, it's this. All life came from dust, and to dust, all life will return. 
We are missing, witnessing life's return to the dust on a global scale with every acre of rainforest that disappears, with every new species that goes extinct, and with devastating weather that is increasingly becoming normal. The other children of Adama flee before us in terror as we decimate their habitats and fill their homes with invasive species. How can we help each other remember that the earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world, and those who live in it? We are of Adam. We are of Adama. If she is only the dirt that clings to our shoes one minute and is swept out the door the next, then let us not think anything more of it. But if she is as God sees her, if she is the mother of all life, let us consider how we might turn from destructive ways of living and care for her in her need. Humankind was God's very first work in the day that the Lord God made the heavens and the earth. God created us as caretakers for the world that, as of yet, still only existed in God's imagination. We had barely drawn our first breath when God planted a garden in Eden in the east and placed our feet upon the soil. And at God's direction, the garden exploded around us, teeming with life. Living water flowed out of Eden to water the rest of the earth. And the garden of life was put in our care. God called animals and birds forth from Adama to help us with our work. Pollinators to help plants reproduce. Herbivores to scatter seed in their dung. Livestock to help plow the fields. Even earthworms and woodlice to break down complex forms enriching the soil. All these helpers assist us in our work as we care for God's creation. God created us to work in part, live in partnership with the plants and the creatures of the earth. God created us to bless one another so that all may enjoy abundant life. What's more, God created humans to care for one another. The divergent self that God created out of us necessarily includes all who are not us. The differences that exist among us have been part of God's plan from the very beginning. Diversity has always been in God's mind. Even in our differences, we have more in common with one another than we do with the beasts of the field and the birds of the air. Whatever differences arise within humankind, whatever distinctions we might make among ourselves, we are all flesh and bone kin, born from Adama's soil and God's breath of life. God gave us to each other as co-workers in the stewardship of creation. 
All life on this planet has been put in our charge, for better or for worse. We have the honor of being God's representatives to the rest of creation. Well, God made us a little lower than God. God crowned us with glory and honor. God has given us dominion over the works of God's hands. And God has placed all things under our feet. We could never hope to faithfully carry out such great responsibility without God's love leading us and God's grace supporting us. We have assurance through our Lord Jesus Christ that God is shouldering this burden with us. God's Son inaugurated a new creation, being born of Adama and the divine breath that is the Holy Spirit. We have been recreated through that same spirit in our baptism, an act that gives us courage to face our failings and challenge a vision that often doesn't extend beyond the reach of our own bellies. There are no easy answers when it comes to pollution, deforestation, or mass extinction. The forces at work in these problems are far more complicated than we can possibly imagine. Even so, we, are, we stubbornly sin against God and creation if we stand by and do nothing. Perhaps the best place to begin in addressing these problems is in the garden. In the garden, we rediscover our roots. We rediscover the mind of God which brought the world into being. In the garden, we rediscover our dependence on Adama and all her children. In the garden, we rediscover God's claim upon our lives. God has fed me richly during the many hours that I have spent in the garden. My eyes are gradually opening to the fundamental unity which binds all life together. I am seeing the world in new ways. I am knowing myself and my neighbor differently. I've come close to touching the mind of God in the dirt. God's imagination resulted in all of this. And the breath of God's Spirit continues to renew the life of the earth. May we catch the vision born of God's imagination as we join our hands with God's work. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.sttimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always.